What do you do when confronted with a challenge in life, as we all are from time to time? Do you question your self-worth and doubt the value you add to this world? Or do you recognize your own imperfections and love yourself just as you are? Flawed, but strong. Willing to take a risk, put yourself out there, and be your authentic self. The choice belongs to you. This is Confident Closers with Anna Maria Sanin. What's up, everybody? Anna Maria here with my co-host, Kevin Jimeno. Uh, and we have a really special guest today, Mrs. Erica Anid. How are you, girl? I'm doing fantastic. Um, even though we're quarantined, I'm doing great. I hear you. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, super happy to have you here. I know we were supposed to be recording in person, but hey, we got to, you know, we got to improvise. And I just got to be so grateful with you guys for um, improvising along with me. But anyhow, um, let's get to it, Erica. Um, Wow. It's been what, almost two years since you and I met, or I think more, three and a half years. More. It's about four. Almost almost four, dude. Um, so anyhow, uh, you've always been in the title industry. Um, you were like one of those first girls that I met, connected with uh, when I came into this crazy industry of uh, real estate financing. And so I just love your energy and uh, what you've been up to. Tell me, um, tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us about your story. Oh, my story. Um, well, I'm originally Puerto Rican. I came to this country when I was 13. So that's only a few years ago. <laughs> I'm always going to say right die hard millennial. Um, but I was going to college. Um, first of all, I had a kid at 18 years old. Um, so, you know, I had to like be thrown out there 18 years old having a kid. Me, I was a kid having a kid. So you can imagine how that goes. I had to really grow up really fast. But you, you kind of know the story. Um, cause you and I kind of relate on that. Um, and you know, when you're a mother, you don't have to think about yourself anymore. You have to think about this other person and the responsibilities that come with it. So I started going to school and working full time. And I started working in a real estate company. And while I was going to school, I wanted to become a nurse. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to school. I'm already having so much debt. Look at all these realtors making so much money. And even though I was a receptionist, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I stopped school. I started working really hard. Um, and in 2008, when the market crashed, that's pretty much um, when I dive in completely into the title business. Um, so I've been doing this quite a while for 20 years. Um, no, but, you know, real estate years. is, yeah. You look like I'm sorry. Exactly. It's just only a few years, a few years. Um, but, um, you know, me, I think I was always positive. I was always a woman that was positive and engaging with others. I'm very passionate about giving back to my community. Um, but at the end of the day, my faith is always what guides me, um, and my intuitions. Okay. Um, but you know what I can say, who I am today started in 2014, 2014, before 2014, I was a woman who, um, I had fears. I had insecurities. I was, my weight was about 255 pounds. I was super overweight. I didn't go to the gym. 
I will watch a lot of TV, novelas, you name it, okay? And then in 2014, I met Anthony Robbins, meaning I went to unleash the power within. That's when he was kind of like the, the drop in the water where I said, what am I doing with my life? You know, what am I doing being comfortable? I, I'm not the type of person or the type of woman who's comfortable. What am I fear about? I literally went to Anthony Robbins and when I came back from Unleash the Power Within in 2014, I started letting go my fears. That was just letting go my fears in jobs, insecurities. I'm like, I'm beautiful no matter how much weight I am. I'm beautiful. You know, you're smart. You know, you're, if people like you, like you don't need nobody's approval. You got you. Um, so that's when I started changing who I am, um, today. And that, this has been me. And in 2016, um, I went back to see Anthony Robbins because, you know, you always need that refreshment. Right. Um, and I've read books from you name it. I've surrounded myself literally with leaders, because if you want to become a leader, you need to surround yourself with people who are winners. Okay. You cannot be surrounding yourself with people who are not, and you are going to attract those because the first day I met you. And I remember that day, I'm like, wait a minute, this girl, she's going to be a go-getter. I'm going to surround myself with people like that. And, you know, even though I never met Kevin, he knows me. I follow him. I watch him. He knows I know who he is. So that type of personality is who you need to be surrounding yourself with. Um, 2006, I went back to Anthony Robbins because I was still making a decision that, okay, there's some things in my life that I'm not changing. So I went back. I walked through fire for the second time and I really made decisions of saying, okay, this is it. I let go of a company that was, I was making good money, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy of my surroundings. Uh, first of all, I was distancing myself from God and I'm sorry, but he is the only person that guides my life. Why am I going to do things that other people are doing, smoking, this, drinking, no partying? Like that's not me. What am I doing? I'm losing myself. So I just surrounded myself. I lean. I remember that day I went to the beach and I started sobbing and crying and praying. And, and I'm like, Lord, take me to the next place in my life where I'm going to be detoxing myself from these people. And I kid you not, he literally took away everything from me. I, I don't even know how it happened, but it just happened. And since then, I mean, I've just been helping people in my church community, in my real estate community, um, even with my kids, you know, they're not perfect, but no matter what our teenager kids do these days, they have a role model and they know that fear, you, the only person that we can change is ourselves. We cannot change our kids or parents, anybody else. We can only change ourselves and by our example. Um, and, and I think that's how I live my life. You know, first now I live in the last couple of years, I've been living my life every day by God's grace, not by my grace. And, you know, being motivated around people who are motivating me every single day. Um, I think women women um, think that men don't have insecurities. They do. They have more insecurities than we do. But if we have insecurities and we show them to a man, then how, what kind of relationship we're going to have? Communication is everything. And nobody said marriage or relationship is easy. Um, even having a relationship with your own family is not easy. But I think that communication and having the seed of a bigger power um, is, is bigger than anything. Um, and I think that's how 
I've let go of some of the fears and insecurities that I've had through the years. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Uh, well, it sounds to me like it, it took a specific experience in your life um, to make that shift. Although, I mean, you've basically, girl, you told us your life from like beginning to uh, now into relationships. So let's jump back up a little bit. I love everything. ADD, ADD. <laughs> My ADD. That's why I'm in sales. <laughs> hey, and Kev, feel free to jump in at any time, please. Uh, if you got any questions. I actually do. That was actually that that stood out for me in a couple of different ways. And one thing I want to go back to, um, you mentioned being surrounded by some people that you felt you were changing. How important looking back now that you've come out of those influences and those um, surroundings, did you at the time when you were first getting with this team, realize that it was pulling you away from your true self? Or was it something that in that moment where you ended up at the beach, it clicked for you? Or were you conscious the whole time and you were ignoring it? Tell me a little bit about that tug of war you're feeling. Because I think a lot of people might be in that situation. Okay, of course. Um, well, I think the number one thing that people go through now is depression, <clears throat> right? And that goes to anybody. Um, so a quick story real quick. My niece always asked me if I, she should put a picture in Instagram, how she looks like, right? Um, and I'm like, why are you asking? you who you are and you're beautiful. Post anything you want. So I think that I was insecure or not so much insecure. I wanted to fit in with this crowd. So it was okay for me to like do what they do. It was okay for me to smoke. It was okay for me to drink, like, literally Tuesday through Friday. You know, it was okay for me to do all these things because I needed to click with this crowd. And, you know, our industry, any industry is the same thing, right? You're a woman and a man is drinking. What do you think he's going to do? I'm sorry, but we live in Miami. No, this, people disrespect each other every single day. And when you lose your relationship with God, then you're really in trouble. Any religion, or you lose your relationship with yourself, with your values, the values that you were brought on, that's when you lose yourself. So it wasn't about my crowd. It was my choice to be around by anybody. It was my choice to, my choice to be smoking and drinking and, you know, feeding in the crowd. And then that day I really realized that no matter, you know, I was going through a separation too, I wasn't happy in my second marriage, um, you know, and I realized I'm like, no matter what I do, I'm miserable. I'm lonely. And that day is kind of like God spoke to me because I never asked, take away what doesn't fit me. And we have to be specific <laughs> to what we want. And, and I think that was the moment in my life where automatically everything started disappearing, you know? So it was just me that I'm making, I was making those decisions to be cool or, you know, listening to someone who just, you know, didn't have as much value um, as he should. Cause you know, no matter what, how much you want to work and grind and, and go for it, 
you can never forget your values and you can never forget that you are a human person and never forget that you're humbled. Um, and I think that's where it really, really clicked for me, that moment. You know, as you're sharing that, um, it, it takes me back, right? Because I could totally relate. And I think uh, a lot of the women or even some, even if it's just a few, can relate to this. But uh, we think that we only do it when we're young. But we do this throughout our lives, right? Um, compromising our beliefs, compromising our values, because we want to be part of something or a group or, you know, bigger, uh, where, um, by what we see out there, right? Like, oh, it's the best. And if I'm not part of that, then, you know, then my value is not, it's not as, 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 you know, I'm not as valuable as they are in the eyes of others. Right. And all that goes back to our insecurities, right? It goes back to our self doubt, it goes back to not being in touch with ourselves. I can remember, you know, for me, it was um, really young, right? At, at a young age, being a teenager, coming here to, the, to another country and not knowing the language and then uh, wanting to fit in uh, with, with in my school with, with the, you know, with, with kids. And, and so, um, I mean, that, you know, that wanting to fit in obviously led me to a whole nother like, journey. But, you know... Um, we do that, you know, as, as women. And I believe, I don't know, Kevin, I mean, is this something that um, you can relate to as a man and or maybe not you specifically directly, but people that you know? Um, I think so. I think um, maybe as a man, the vulnerability that to speak about it isn't necessarily there where I kind of, especially now with the boom of social media, like even what I've noticed right now during quarantine, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you're, you're seeing women right now do something. I'm not sure what it's called, but they're all tagging each other saying you're the best or whatever, right? <laughs> you don't really see men like support each other that much that way. You know, we might support our favorite sports player or we might support our favorite uh, mu musician, but where I'm not tagging like, Oh, John, you go boy. You're the, you know, you, you, you're, you're my man crush Monday or anything like that. Um, that kind of, for whatever reason is, is hard for, and I don't speak for every man, but we're not necessarily showing our vulnerability or even supporting each other. The, the way that I'm starting to see women really come out and do it. Uh, because of that, I would say to answer your question, that pressure did exist, at least personally for me, go coming up in school and wanting to be part of, you know, not necessarily a group, but I was in sports. So I wanted to make sure I was a part of the best players and be recognized and, and, that pressure, that social pressure, that social anxiety to make sure that the clothes and, and I, just to make sure I'm not gonna be bullied or I'm not gonna be, um, rejected by girls. And so that carries over once you grow up. Um, and if you're not conscious and aware, I guess it could affect you in your industry and in your, in your career. 
Um, I think college does a good job for some people where you kind of realize like, oh, wait a minute, I can be me and I can be whoever I want and screw all the stupid things that I used to think when I was in high school or in junior high. But I think now with the rise of social media, it's almost returned a little bit where I see people, like you said, you said it was your niece. I'm not sure how old she is when she was worrying about posting, but I've been with grown people who are second guessing what they're posting. And I see them uh, doing a fake walk down a sidewalk to be able to post it (laughs) on their social media. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, we've come to a world where we're our new PR agent and we're um, manufacturing moments and times to give a certain image and a certain false confidence to a certain extent. Oh Both men God. and women, I see it happen. Totally. I mean, I could, I could totally see women doing it. I'm just laughing my, my ass off thinking of men of like, wait, <laughs> let me do the walk. <laughs> you might not see men do the walk, but you see them like against the car, right? Like looking away, like, okay, I, I, I didn't know a camera was there type picture, you know? <laughs> oh, man. You know, um, everything you said, it's, um, I have a 19 year old, obviously, and and he's just cautious now. Like every time he puts his clothes, like, how do I look? This, that. So nothing has changed, Kevin, from back then until now. I think it's gotten worse um, because there's a lot of girls and, and boys who are being bullied every single day. And that's why they get depression and suicidal. So, I mean, the game is still the same. Um, you know, I'm going to mention something to you, which it's got me thinking. Um, I think us women are very strong because or mothers also were strong on us. But at the same time, some of us had boys. And with the boys, we're more lenient. We're more like, no, I'll wash your clothes for you. Or no, I'll do this for you. Or I'll make breakfast for you. You know, I think that we need to, st- we, if I would have a young, a young boy, I don't anymore. I'm, I'm already screwed, I guess. But if I had a young boy, I would treat him the same way as a girl. Because with the girls, we're tough, and I don't have a girl, but I see it. You know, my niece graduated at 24. She has her degree, but the boys, and I'm telling you all of this from all of my clients, they're lazy. They still don't even finish college and all of that. And it's like we as a mother, we as women are doing something wrong with our kids. So if you're listening to this and you have a boy, you know, put them in sports, put them to burn burn energy you know be tough with them the same way as you're tough with the girls and and it's because i see it i am so okay i what's going on now is very sad but i'm sorry there's a lot of people that go to restaurants and they don't even look at their kids they don't even have a conversation with their kids you know i think social media is is making people stupid sometimes you know you have to talk to people interact with each other Okay, they don't know how to do that. This young generation doesn't know how to do that. Yesterday, I did a closing for a 19-year-old, and his brains are totally different. That's like one in a hundred, you know? Yeah. One in a million. Um, So I'm like, kudos to your mom who raised you super well. You know, it's just, we, we need to, I think if you're listening to this and you're a young mom and and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, together with your man or separator or not, you know, we're always going to be parents to those 
kids, okay? Because they suffer the same thing we suffer when we get divorced. So, um, you know, no matter what, they don't, they, don't, they don't need to hear what our personal problems are. We need to be there for them and talk more to them. You know, we need to communicate more with, with our teenager kids. Um, and, you know, I think that we all go through, through different confidence, you know, one another. Um, but I think that if we communicate with each other more, even in social media now or, or you know, in person, we definitely need to communicate about what's happening more. To your generation, I would say. Yeah, I want to touch on two points that you mentioned, which I think, you know, that challenge, that issue that we're having with uh, social media today, I think that due to this quarantine, which is worldwide, um, we're going to start appreciating the times, I believe at least, you know, I mean, anything can be possible, but I believe we're probably going to start appreciating more of the times that we do have together. Um, You know, like those times where we're out and we're able to come together and not be worried about being six feet apart, right? Because I think that a lot of people are going to start appreciating uh, the times that we get to spend together now that, you know, we're staying away from each other. So yes, we are really finding the value in, in, in the virtual um, world and what, you know, what's available to us to stay connected. However, you know, by nature, uh, this is not our nature, right? To virtually be connected. We, we need the warmth. We need one another. And so I believe that this is going to be able to shift a lot of people's mindsets when uh, we do get to spend time together. And talking about, you know, children, right? Like, uh, it's funny that you were mentioning um, how men and women are, are different. And I... Um, you know, there could be a lot of theories behind this. I don't know what you guys think, but I've been reading about um, the confidence code, which is by these two uh, reporters. Um, anyhow, long story short, in some of their studies and everything, they were talking about, see, as, as girl, as women, uh, from the time we're very young, you know, we're taught to behave well, you know, be the teacher's pet, right? And don't make any mistakes, always be the superstar, be the calm girl, be the one in control, be this, be that. Um, And so it's instilled in us. And I I believe that I've also done it with my daughter of like, you're a girl, like, why would you do something like that? You know, you should know better. Like, you should know how to behave and you should know this and that. Like, don't ever put yourself out there like that sort of thing. Um, And as I think back, I I think I, yeah, I've, I've acted like that with my daughter now with my son. He's 21. And um, with him, I've always been very strong with my son, but boys, generally speaking, they tend to be the ones who are beating on each other. You know, they're out there playing, they're out there, you know, even in school, right? They're, they're playing sports and they're building tough skin. Girls, we're not, right? Uh, Generally speaking, again, we're not being built the tough skin. However, when you mentioned, you know, the difference between like girls are such a go-getters now and then some boys are just, you know, and it obviously I think it has a lot to do with, with, with a, a variety of things, right? But um, to the point, um, you know, girls just have this mindset of, you know, you just do it well, you do it perfect, which is good and bad because back to our point right now, we're always looking for perfection and we're always looking to be perfect. And if we are being looked down or if we are doing something wrong, or if we're not doing it right, then it's that fear that stands between us and actually allowing ourselves to fall, to get back up, to be wrong, that's okay, and to not be perfect. And so 
um, that's a lot of, you know, what, what, what I see, what I find and where I found myself. And so, um, I love that, you know, you, you're sharing, um, so much with us as far as also like, you know, your walk and, and that one specific moment for you was, you know, going to a Tony Robbins, uh, event, right? Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I wanted to say something, um, which I'm going, I'm going to my third marriage girl and you know what? I am not fearless at all. Um, I think that a lot of women think that there's a perfect man out there um, or that we need to be perfect. And I'm so sorry. Let me break the bubble to you, everyone who's watching. No one is perfect. We just need to get along with each other, um, communicate each other more, um, and build something together. And don't just stay in a relationship with, with someone who is making you feel insecure, who really is treating you bad, listen, hitting on you or, or, or treating you with bad words. I mean, get out of that relationship. You're beautiful. You're worth it. Okay. There's nobody's going to be perfect. Don't wait for the perfect person. And also, I'm sorry, don't wait for Mr. Perfect guy with millions of dollars. This, that, no, don't, don't sit and waiting for that. And a lot of women are beautiful no matter what. Okay, I'm sorry, you can put all the makeup you want. You can look all pretty and, and gorgeous, but that guy is going to see you when you wake up in the morning and he's going to see who you truly are. So no one is perfect. No one is perfect, you know? I think in, in every single shape or form, you definitely have to see yourself and say, okay, I'm beautiful, I'm worth it. I am worth it. And I deserve someone who, who thinks I'm worth it, you know? And I'm sorry, but I'm sure Kevin has something to say, but men love a woman with confidence. Okay. So if girl, if you're not showing confidence, I don't know, but you got to start within yourself. No one can change you, but you, you know, and yeah. uh, isn't, the, isn't that the truth? <laughs> no. Yeah, totally. And uh, you know what? And there's a difference too. Like it's not about fake confidence. And so how do you get real confidence? Right allow yourself to be imperfect. Allow yourself to look within, allow yourself to be. I mean, that's what I would say. And that's what I know that you've been doing from what you've shared with us, right? Uh, you've just accepted yourself for who you are, right? And because at the end of the day, beauty is not on the outside. I mean, yes, that's just... That's like the that's like the, the icing on the cake where you're decorating the cake, but the, the the true, like the real taste, what really matters about that cake, right? It's the inside. It's how moist and soft and, and good that cake is. So the whole outside is just decoration, right? It's like a cover. And um, Kevin, go ahead and add to that. And then maybe before you know, then you can give us some tips, Erica, and then we can wrap this up. Mm, hey, yeah, let's not talk about cake anymore. I'm quarantined and I can't get outside. <laughs> Okay, there's no cake. Okay, listen, there's nothing out there, so let's not talk about food right now. Yeah, not not to turn this into a dating uh podcast all of a sudden, uh, but but I would agree that one of the most attractive qualities um is when someone can laugh at themselves, and that takes a lot of confidence because it's not trying to be perfect. But it's realizing in moments that you might do something stupid or clumsy or make a mistake or say the wrong thing. <clears throat> and then when you realize it, 
or it gets pointed out, you laugh about it and you're like, well, that's me and that's funny and that's hilarious and keep it moving. Instead of getting super insecure, super self-conscious, oh my God, now let me dim my light. Let me not (laughs) speak up. Let me not be who I am in this group setting or in this professional setting or in this social media setting or even on this one-on-one dating setting or business meeting setting. Um, And that kills the deal. It kills whether you're dating somebody or anything, it kills the vibe. Um, And don't kill my vibe. (laughs) (laughs) And if, if not just women, but men, we learned that it's okay to, like you guys said, be your authentic self that comes with the clumsiness that comes with the mistakes that comes with sometimes putting your foot in your mouth but being authentic enough and having the confidence to apologize, laugh about it, brush it off. Like I, I, I've been around people sometimes that their energy is so great. And sometimes they put their foot in their mouth and say the wrong thing, but they have such a great personality, have such a great confidence. They apologize. They laugh it off. They laugh at themselves. And then we keep it moving and no one gets insulted versus the person that, gets super self-conscious, tries to fix it, continues to make it worse, and then ends up like really insulting somebody and losing the deal or losing the opportunity. It's the difference between knowing yourself and getting the win and closing the deal and thinking that the other person wants a certain thing and not being authentic, not being true to yourself and trying to fit in. And then at the end of the day, you walk away and you're not getting that deal, period. You're not. Yep. Yep. I love that. That is so true. Now, Erica, you did mention, right? Before we wrap this up, right? Um, So what would be some of the tips or advice? What are some of the things that you're currently doing? Because let's, let's face it, right? You know, we still, although we uh, we're self-aware, although, you know, we continue to work on this authenticity and, and this daily confidence, right? Fears, arise, right? Insecurities continue to arise because I don't think we're ever going to get to a perfect place or to the ideal place. It's an, it's an everyday journey to the day we're gone. Um, and so how do you deal with those situations, those moments where fear comes in or insecurity or self-doubt? Uh, what would be some advice that you can give to our listeners? Okay, um, so as you know, I'm very spiritual. Number one is pray. <laughs> you know, pray whenever um, you're in self-doubt. Um, and like Kevin said, we're not going to get every single deal. And I don't want every single deal. I only want those that really are worth it. You know, I really want to work with people that are just like me. Um, you know, I don't want them all. And, um, you know, I would say that, yes, we're never perfect. We always need to continue learning like a computer, right? So continue reading, continue surrounding yourself with a good crowd, like have your, your support system, the people that you surround yourself with. Okay. I know for a fact I can pick up right now. I'm in real estate, right? We're all in real estate. I can pick up the phone call and call any leader. I know, Hey, what do you think about the market? What do you think is going to happen? Like that's it, you know? So surround yourself 
with um with with a crowd um continue reading continue listening to positive information all the time and not forgetting who you are it's okay for people to see your vulnerability it's okay for people to see you crumble sometimes you know like sometimes i go feed the homeless and i am broken that day and i want people to see you know what really life is all about you know because sometimes i'm always talking positive 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 but I also want them to see the negative. I also want them to see that in their own city, people are dying. Their own city, people are hungry. Their own city, you know, people need us. So I want them to see who I really am. So no matter what we go through in life, nobody's perfect. We're not perfect. Just be yourself and continue to pray. Continue to be in yourself. Continue to push every single day. Because at the end of the day, tomorrow's never promised. So we got to push ourselves every single day. And I do hope that people learn, you know, that what's going on now, I really hope people don't come back to being greedy and selfishness and all of that. Because why there's no freaking toilet paper, guys? I'm sorry. We don't need two or three. I'm sorry. You know, so stop being so selfish. And, you know, maybe somebody doesn't have it. You know, continue pushing yourself. And whenever you feel down, because hit the gym or start cleaning your house with puta, la salsita, the music at your own house, you know, do the party in your own house, but lift yourself up no matter what. Don't let yourself um, bring you down. Listen to something positive. And li listen, whenever I feel down, you're going to see me more dressed up. You're going to see me with my red lipstick on. And I'm like, let's go, girl. You got this. You know, yesterday I lost a deal for $950,000. And I'm like, it's okay. Three more will come. You we lost you. No, yeah, I think your headphones died. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, the minute she said uh, red lipstick and salsita, boom, headphones out. Well, there, well, then there you guys have it, right? What does Erica do when a negative doubt comes to mind? She just puts on her red lipstick, her salsita, and she's on it. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, my love, don't even worry about it. Thank you so much. If you can't get back on, um, this was a great, great uh, interview or just great time spending together, uh, you know, just exchanging thoughts and, and perspectives of, of life and, and how to really deal and confront confidence. So um, this is it. Kev, you got anything else? No, that was a good... It was a good reminder that there's moments that change us. There's decisions that sometimes we have to make and, uh, and, and little tips and tricks to get our energies flowing so that we could be authentic and, and go in the uh, direction that, that we're meant to go. That's what this conversation reminded me of. Amen. One day at a time. Sorry, guys. Oh, we got you. All right, cool. Yes, Sorry. How right. can, uh, Erica, for people that want to connect with you, how can they find you? Okay, so in Instagram, I am the, T-H-E, the title girl. I'm trying to be copied, but never duplicated. Um, and then in Instagram, um, Erica Enid, you can find, I'm sorry, in Facebook, Erica Enid. But you know what? My email is very simple, Erica, E-N-I-Z, at gmail.com. So it's E-R-I-K-A. E-N-I-D at gmail.com. You can send me an email. Um, talk to me. Um, you know, we just, we need to help each other. And the more that we help each other, the better this community would be. And just if you guys don't know, she's in the title industry. So 
Uh, always good to know if you ever have any questions. Thank you. Thank you so much right. for having well, me, guys. Thank you so much, Erica. We love you. Uh, I know I love you. Love so, you more. Um, I really appreciate the time that you've taken with us um, today. So we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Confident Closers. We hope you gleaned some insight and find a way to take action and make a positive change in your life today. Not tomorrow. Not someday. Now is the time. Learn about Anna Maria's latest projects and get social on Facebook at Confidence Closers, on Instagram at The Confident Closer. Until next time, keep that chin up, walk tall, and support the women in your life to do the same. Because together, we are strong. Thanks for listening.